We're driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences, so the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying that you heard about Indeed on this podcast. That's Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. This podcast episode is brought to you by Coors Light. These days, everything is go, go, go. It's nonstop hustle all the time. Work, friends, family expect you to be on 24-7. Well, sometimes you just need to reach for a Coors Light because it's made to chill. Coors Light is cold lagered, cold filtered, and cold packaged. It's as crisp and refreshing as the Colorado Rockies. It is literally made to chill. Coors Light is the one I choose when I need to unwind. So when you want to hit reset, reach for the beer that's made to chill. Get Coors Light in the new look delivered straight to your door with Drizzly or Instacart. Celebrate responsibly. Coors Brewing Company, Golden, Colorado. Hey, this is Dirk Nowitzki, and you listen to the Maps Step Back Podcast. Rep the Maps Step Back, overcame the setbacks, starting where we left at. No, we gotta get back. No, we gotta get back. Rep the Maps Step Back, overcame the setbacks, starting where we left at. No, we gotta get back. Like, no, we gotta get back. Let me step back for a minute. 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 How's it going, everybody? Welcome into another episode of the Math Step Back Podcast. I'm your host, Dalton Trigg, and I'm joined, as always, by my co-host and Dallas basketball colleague, Matt Galatson. Matt, the Mavs, they they beat the Jazz. Everybody was super excited about it. Uh, then they lost to the Houston Rockets, and it was it was a weird – we had some weird drama after the game because – uh, KP, he, he really wasn't involved in the fourth quarter and he made known his frustrations after the game and we simply reacted to it. And I feel like I need to lead off this pod by telling all of our, our Latvian, Latvian friends, uh, <laughs> that, that follow the pod and watch that last episode. We need to make it perfectly clear. We're not rooting against KP. We've said it. We've been on record. We've said it multiple times. The best route for the Mavs that they can take is if KP works out because we've seen his full potential uh, when he's healthy and when he's playing aggressive like he did in the bounce back game against Milwaukee the other night. But when he's not, you know, that's when the, the doubts start to creep in. And that's when you start seeing, you know, oh, the Mavs, they've they've looked around and sniffed around trades for him around the trade deadline and everything. So. We want it to work out. We've seen what he can do. It's just we're just reacting to what's happening. You know, it's like what what are your eyes telling your brain? 
uh, given what's going on. So I, th- I felt like I needed to clarify that we're, we're not against KP at all. We hope it works out. It's just, you know, it's been inconsistent so far. It's almost like we were doing our job by reacting to something that happened. Yeah. Uh, (laughs) I mean, look, we're going to be a little harsher on on players like KP because he's getting paid the max money. Um, And uh, along with, and he's just, he's one of the star players. And along with that comes a higher degree of, you know, uh, judgment and that's fine. And it's, it's one thing to, to criticize someone or analyze what they're saying and and try and break it down. I mean, it's not like we're sitting here saying KP sucks. He's awful. He's a terrible human being. He kicks puppies. Like we don't hate KP. We want KP to do well. We want him to, to be what he's supposed to be. He's the one that has to get himself there. And against the jazz Mavs won against the Rockets, KP, KP didn't play particularly well. And then this past game against the bucks things changed because maybe he was a little pissed off so it's been an up and down like just in that three game stretch was a microcosm of kp's entire season well and look matt Matt, i I think what people are kind of upset with and I, i i get this part of it too in that houston game kp he didn't he had some moments where it it wasn't his best moments in that game obviously but overall he did play better than luca you know, because Luca went nine of twenty-six from the field in that game, and just was wasn't his usual self. Uh, but KP, I mean, he was fifty percent from the field, and he hit two of his four threes. So I think that's where the frustration came in. You know, why was he not involved more in the fourth? And then, but I mean, you know, Luca, he he learns from stuff like that. If he sees his guy is frustrated. And, you know, he looks at it and maybe Luca was like, okay, maybe I do need to get KP more involved, especially if he's having a decent shooting night and everything. And then you go to the Milwaukee game and I think KP scored, I think it was 11 of his 26 points in the fourth quarter. So, I mean, you know, you, you live and you learn, you know, he, uh, I think that was the main thing, you know, KP, he was frustrated that he wasn't involved more in that Houston game. And given he probably should have been because he was playing better uh, than Luca was in that one. But, you know, just overall body of work, people are just like, <laughs> well, maybe he shouldn't be complaining. <laughs> well, yeah. I mean, sometimes that's just the flow of the game. Sometimes that's a coaching decision. It's, it's different every night. But I think one of the things that's been the problem with KP, and it's, it's not all his fault, some of it is, but you can't help other things. But it's it's hard for him to get in a rhythm on a nightly basis when he's missing games, sitting out back to backs, not getting consistent playing time, having minutes minutes restrictions. Like for like for example, with Utah, they had an awesome off season last off season, and they brought in Bogdanovich and they brought in Mike Conley, and they were a little bit um, inconsistent last year. I think that's fair to say, right? Yeah. It took them a year to get to where we thought, like when, when they got when they made those signings, we were like, oh my God, they're gonna be awesome. Like yeah. that's really scary. And it took them a year to get there. And and the Mavs haven't been able to to get there like the Jazz has because KP hasn't been able to play consistently. I think that's a big issue yeah. with both him and the way the team works. And you know, it's almost like they got more used to playing without KP this season than they did playing with him. And that's why they played so well without him against the Jazz and why they didn't play so well with him against the Rockets. 
but then, you know, he came out and played pissed off, like we said, and that, you know, that's, that's a whole different uh, conversation, but it's, it's going to come as long as he can stay on the floor consistently. And that, but that goes back to the original root of the problem, which is him staying healthy. So yeah, it's a complicated situation. Yeah. And I mean, look, it's, it's not just, it's not just KP and Luca either. The, the, the pro the bigger problem in that Houston loss that was so disappointing is Luca. It's not often you're going to see that kind of shooting night from Luca. He just had a really off game. Like I said, KP, he was, he was decent that game shooting and, but you can't have another starter, like we said, uh, you know, and Josh Richardson going 0 of 9 uh, for only scoring one point off of one free throw. And, you know, he just – the lack of production at that particular starting spot offensively really hurts them sometimes. Uh, he turned around against the Bucks. Uh, he still went 0 of 6 from 3, but he went 6 of 16 overall, and he played his ass off defensively. So – uh, and he was a plus 26 in the box score. I mean, you can see it. <laughs> you can see the impact he had. That was a team high, him and Dorian Finney-Smith uh, against the Milwaukee Bucks. And, you know, we talked about it before we came on here, Matt. Uh, J.J. Reddick's uh, eventual debut for the Mavs is going to really help out there because, uh, you know, Josh Richardson, he's not going to have to shoot the ball as much. He's not going to have to be reliable. We're driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences. So the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying that you heard about Indeed on this podcast. That's Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. I on as much offensively as he has been to this point. Uh, you know, Mark Stein, he, he did a locker room last week and uh, I was able to hop on there and he had me come on and, and chat with him for a little bit. And one of the things we talked about was, you know, that the Mavs, when they traded for Richardson, they did get better defensively. Uh, but the overall, the way they approached that off season, they kind of overcompensated a little bit. Uh, so trading for JJ Redick was kind of correcting a little bit, a bit of that overcompensating and making the offense a little bit better while still retaining the defense so the economy is made up of real people doing real stuff and it affects everything which you obviously know since you're a real person doing real stuff marketplace is here to help you get smart about everything beyond the what of the day's business and economic news we dig into the how and the why with the real people driving our economy from big tech and interest rates to small businesses and what's happening at the fed marketplace breaks it all down so you don't have to 
Listen to Marketplace wherever you get your podcasts. Nobody builds 5G like Verizon builds 5G because we're the engineers who built the most reliable network in America. And the more you do with 5G, the more building it right matters. The more your network matters. The more Verizon engineers going the extra mile matters. It's us pushing us. It's Verizon versus Verizon. 5G built right from America's most reliable network. Most reliable based on rankings from RootMetric's second half 2020 U.S. report of three mobile networks. Results may vary. Award is not an endorsement. Uh, I'm excited about J.J. Reddick. We can, we can go and talk, in, uh, talk about that now if you want to because uh, yesterday on his podcast, uh, he let it out that he could be playing in the next one of the next two games. Uh, he said he was practicing with the Mavs today, so – that's good. He said he'd be doing a lot of five-on-five five stuff, and uh, we'll see. I mean, the Mavs, they play the San Antonio Spurs tomorrow night, and then they play the Philadelphia 76ers on the second night of a back-to-back. So we'll see if he gets into one of those games. But, I mean, what, what are you looking for with uh, Reddick's potential debut this weekend? Um, just what it's going to look like out there. I'm, I'm, I'm excited to see how wide open everyone else is going to be when he's running around and – and Luca and KP are drawing players away and, you know, um, just how it's going to impact the offense overall, because when you have JJ Redick taking open threes instead of Dorian Finney-Smith, just that switch right there is, is, is a massive change. Um, we talked about in previous pods, how hot he was before his injury. And I'm not going to expect him to come out and be automatically sinking 45% of his threes, 50% of his threes, um, right off the jump, but you know, it's, it's probably going to take a little time. He's been off since what early March. It's been almost a month. So probably a little more than a month. So he's probably going to be a little rusty. He might be a little cold. It's going to be a new system. It might take him a little bit to get going. And I think people are going to have to, to quote Reddick from his own podcast, chill the F out Mavs Twitter (laughs) uh, in the first few games. Eventually I think he'll get going. and, And even when he's, not hitting his shots during his initial stretch with the team, he's going to be a, a big factor because teams are going to be like, oh, my God, that's J.J. Reddick shooting a three. Like, yeah. we have to get there. So it's it's going to be good no matter if he's making shots or not, just in terms of how it's going to affect the other team defensively. And it's Yeah. And I look, I'm I'm kind of I I lean the other direction with it. I don't think there there will be much rust. You know, when you're as an elite of a, of a shooter as he is, uh, now, if it was the off season, if he was coming off an of off season plus an injury, then I, I'd probably feel that way. But I think he got himself in enough of a groove uh, before this heel thing came up, and it's only been, let's see, I think it's been like three or four weeks uh, uh, since that heel thing happened. So, uh, I, I mean, I expect him to jump right back into it, and he's such an elite shooter. He's going to be getting such wide open shots. Uh, playing with Luca and in uh, that Mavs offense, that I think it'll just mesh instantly. Uh, he's gonna. We we've seen it, and I know we've talked about this stat a lot, but it's just staggering to me that this year, you know, his uh, his effective field goal percentage on wide open jump shots is eighty two percent. I mean, he he just. Uh, I mean, that's just who he is, man. He he hits open shots, and that's what the Mavs need, and. Uh, Dorian Finney-Smith, credit to him, he's been excellent two of these last uh, three games. And Reddick, he gave Dodo a big shout-out on that podcast, too, talking about 
uh, how he's one of the more valuable players on the team, you know, given what he does on a nightly ba- basis versus what he's getting paid. So uh, uh, I'm looking at the standings here, Matt, and we have some scoreboard watching to do today. The Mavs don't play today, but, you know, uh, the Los Angeles Lakers, Mavs are only 2.5 games behind them. And they play the best team in the East today, the Brooklyn Nets. And they don't have LeBron James still. They don't have uh, Anthony Davis. So there is a very good chance that on an off day, the Mavs can make up some ground on the Lakers. And then the Portland Trailblazers, they're only one game behind them, but the Blazers play play the Pistons today. So uh, (laughs) so good news, bad news. I mean, anything can happen in the NBA, but – I'm kind of – I'm expecting them to gain some ground on the Lakers today. And then, look, they still have that that uh, two-game series coming up with the Lakers on April 22nd. And then they play them again – you know, they play them on the 22nd and then the 24th. Hold on. I have a I, – I don't know what's going to come out of your mouth next, but I will guarantee you that somehow, some way, I don't care what their injuries are, LeBron and Anthony Davis will be back before – Oh, no. No, no, no. I, look, when when LeBron went out, when he injured his ankle, you can go back and look. I don't know what date that was. It was sometime at the first of the month, but or maybe it was the end of March. But I, I put it out there on my Twitter page. I said, you can mark it down now. LeBron James will be back on April 22nd. Yes. <laughs> That's just how these things work. You know, it's like the Houston game the other night. John Wall had been out for a while, and he said, oh, look, the Mavs are coming up on the schedule. Let, let me hop in for that one. He went for 31 points. <laughs> yeah, let me just hop, hop in the hyperbaric chamber for a few days. It's crazy. I mean, teams, players, I feel like they really do that. They see the Mavs, and it's just like, yeah, that's a team I can get going against right off the bat. <laughs> They're soft, Dalton. <sighs> I don't know. Well, like I said, that's, that's so Mavs to have a three-game – stretch where you play the Utah Jazz, the Milwaukee Bucks, and the Houston Rockets, and they go two and one, and they beat the the Jazz and the the Bucks <laughs> and lose to the Rockets. So, yeah. I don't know. It's pretty – but like I said, uh, the Mavs, they'll play the San Antonio Spurs tomorrow night. Uh, I debated on saying this. I, I kind of jinxed it last year. I'm not predicting anything. I'm just pointing it out. Uh, tomorrow the Mavs could sweep the Spurs um, for the first no, time. You ruined it. <laughs> it's over. <laughs> oh, I'm sorry. I just, I, I just had to. Put... <laughs> I'm not saying they'll do it. I'm just saying, you know, for the first time ever, they they could do it. <laughs> Dalton, this is just like baseball. You can't you can't be like, oh, this this pitcher is going to throw a no hitter. Or he's in the midst of throwing a no hitter. He has a chance to finish it out. I'm not. Then... I'm not predicting it though. I'm not pulling a harp here. You know, harp, and that's another thing in that Houston game. Harp. He. Uh, I think it was in the second half when the Mavs started to make a little bit of a run, uh, or maybe it was right before the half. Anyway, he said he he told uh, Skin and uh, Follow Will that he guaranteed that the Mavs were going to come back and win this game, and immediately. Christian Wood hit a three, Luca turned it over, and then Christian Wood hit another three, and that was the beginning of the end. <laughs> well, I expect more from you. 
<laughs> I'm not predicting anything. That's, uh, anyway, we'll see how it goes. But So they play the Spurs tomorrow night, and then they play the Philadelphia 76ers on the second night of a back-to-back. And honestly, it wouldn't surprise me if uh, if they opted to – uh, make Reddick's debut on the second night of a back-to-back. Uh, so you have some fresh legs there, and then he's playing versus his former team. There's a little bit of extra juice in that one. Uh, so, I don't know. We'll see how it goes. Mavs are currently 29-22. and 22. They're still in seventh, and uh, they have a pretty good shot to get into that top six. They just got to keep taking care of business. You can't have any more slip-ups like the Houston, Houston game, though. So, all right, y'all. Uh, We got one more, a little bit of business to take care of here, and then we're going to head out. Uh, We've been doing our ticket giveaway. Uh, As we, as you saw on Twitter, uh, we were just giving away two tickets once we reached the 1,000 subscriber mark, and uh, Mark Cuban himself, a friend of the pod, very uh, generously made that three sets of two tickets. And, you know, we didn't even ask him to do that, but he was just like, hey, he, he cc'd this one guy in the in the email chain there and uh he hooked us up with three sets uh, of two tickets each and we've already given away two sets and now let me see the final winner is matt galatson thank you is matt- <laughs> all right our final winner of the uh the mav step back podcast ticket giveaway is Jacob H. I uh, don't know his full last name, but on Twitter, it's at D Wheeler. At D-W-E-E-L-E-R. So, Jacob, congratulations. You've won our last set of Mavs tickets. We'll contact you and uh, see which home game you want to attend uh, down the stretch here of this season. So, congrats to you. And thank you to everybody uh, who uh, subscribed and, you know, played along with us on this. And we hope you uh, enjoy the content regardless. This isn't going to be the last time we do something like this. So y'all stay tuned and uh, hope you all enjoy the rest of the season. We've enjoyed getting on YouTube and doing this a little bit more. And especially when we have guests, it's always great to uh, have guys like Mark Cuban and uh, some of the players on here every now and then too. So Matt, anything else before we take off? No, uh, I'm, you know, I'm just thankful to everyone who's helped us get to a thousand on YouTube and um, we'll, uh, we'll keep growing and hopefully, you know, get to, uh, I guess we're working on 2000 now, right? So yeah, yep. We're, we're on the, there, maybe we'll do another ticket giveaway. Yeah. And I mean, the YouTube, we got into YouTube a little bit late compared to the other stuff. So, I mean, obviously we're, we're a good bit behind where we are with the actual podcast, but I think the more we start doing this and uh, we start having more guests on and uh, in the future, this will continue to grow as well. So guys, we appreciate it. Uh, Be sure to like, rate, and subscribe on all your other podcast platforms uh, and be sure to subscribe here. So I hope y'all guys have a great rest of the weekend and we will see y'all at the first next week. Y'all have a good one. Let me step back for a minute. 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 Nobody builds 5G like Verizon builds 5G. 
Because we're the engineers who built the most reliable network in America. And the more you do with 5G, the more building it right matters. The more your network matters. The more Verizon engineers going the extra mile matters. It's us pushing us. It's Verizon versus Verizon. 5G built right from America's most reliable network. Most reliable based on rankings from RootMetric's second half 2020 U.S. report of three mobile networks. Results may vary. Award is not an endorsement. Whether you're a world-class athlete or a podcaster like me, we all understand the importance of mental and physical well-being and proper recovery for top-notch performance. That's why I'm excited that Unified Healing is sponsoring this podcast. Unified Healing is a new and super innovative global network of wellness centers powered by Energy Enhancement System, or EE System. If you haven't heard of the EE System, you'll want to listen up. This technology promotes wellness, deep relaxation, purification, and rejuvenation. At hundreds of locations across the globe, access to a center is easy and affordable. Interested in experiencing the EE system technology for yourself? Go to unifiedhealing.com slash bluewire to learn more and find a center near you. That's unifydhealing.com slash bluewire. No material or testimonials on the Unified Healing website are intended to be viewed as medical advice or a substitute for professional medical advice, diagnosis, or treatment. Always seek the advice of your physician or other qualified healthcare provider with any questions you may have regarding a medical condition or treatment and before undertaking a new healthcare regimen, including EE system.